0: Do you have solo economic dependency? That is, if you aren't working, you aren't making money. The Art of Passive Income podcast is the solution. Discover passive income models so you can enjoy life on your own terms. Let freedom ring.
1: Hey, it's Mark Podolsky, with the Land Geek, with their favorite niche real estate website, www.thelandgeek.com. And for this week's podcast roundtable, we've got the great fisherman and cyclist himself, the big papa, Tate Litchfield. Tate, how are you?
0: Doing well. Happy to be on the show again.
1: Yeah. Um, how, how are you doing post boot camp?
0: Really good. Um, Monday, yesterday, I went uh, went fishing up in uh, Mosquito Lagoon, so I had a great day out on the water. Got to see a ton of wildlife. Didn't get eaten by a gator. Scott was just telling us that gators are everywhere in Florida. I don't know why you'd want to live there. It seems Wait. like it's terrible.
1: It really does seem terrible. I have no idea why anybody would live there. But uh, Eric Peterson from Nashville, Landopia.com. Eric, how are you?
2: I'm doing great. Thanks.
1: How was the drive back? You drove 10 hours,
2: man. I did. And you know what? I finished Ready Player One on my way home. So, I mean, that was awesome.
1: How how depressed were you after it was over?
2: <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait.
1: Don't it. Don't it. no, no, we won't talk about yet. the no, ending. No, no spoilers. But no spoilers.
3: Eric, like it is depressing. Like it, you get to the end, you are like, it's over. Yeah, exactly. It's like, okay. oh, I still got a couple hours of driving left. What am I gonna do? <laughs> when when I got to that key moment, I actually went back to the beginning of that chapter to like, I am like, I can't get enough of it. I got to go back and listen to it just one more
1: time. <laughs> Love that. Poem. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was long, uh, but but really good. Yeah, it's it's so good. It's so good. And then of course, you know him. You love him. Scott Todd from Scott Todd.net, landmodo.com. And most importantly, you're not automating your Craigslist and your Facebook postings, postingdomination.com forward slash the land geek. Scott Todd, how are you?
3: I'm great, Mark. How are you?
1: I'm great. Did you know today's podcast is sponsored by tlfolio.com, the largest <laughs> note exchange platform in the world? <laughs>
3: well, for land, for land, for right? land, for land, land notes, for land. land
1: notes, land notes,
3: land notes. Go get some money, go sell your note just 12 months. You'll be amazed. You can get your capital back out of it. Go do more. Why wouldn't you?
1: I don't, I have no idea why people wouldn't do it, but we'll see. Uh, all right, so we've got some good topics for today's roundtable. The first one is the boot camp magic. Now, I, I say this every single boot camp, and it happens every single boot camp. Somebody in that room, every single time, closes a deal in real time at boot camp. We're not sure why this happens, but it's magical. So, Tate, you wanted to talk about one of the stories there?
0: Yeah. Let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about Mimi. And I mean, everybody loves Mimi, first of all but her deal was just magical. First of all, she's in Florida and she's visiting from somewhere on the East Coast. Virginia. uh, Virginia, right? And she posted an ad, I believe, on Facebook. And that ad produced one sale and a couple of really solid leads, okay? Two weeks later, if I'm not mistaken, I might have my timeline a little bit off, Mimi. Sorry about that. But she gets a phone call from one of the persons who was interested in her original property that she was selling she told me "Ah, that's gone but i've got another one available and the guy was like great tell me more about it long story short the guy comes meets her in orlando and gives her a big old wad of cash how awesome is that i mean you can't beat that she's in orlando for the boot camp she has to take off early on friday to go meet a guy get a big old wad of cash and then go to her bank and deposit it all. I mean, that, if that's not bootcamp magic, I don't know what is. it is. It was, it
1: was so magical. And then she comes back. She's like, he wants to spend 30,000 in cash with me. So he gave her 6,000 cash, but he wants to spend 30 and he's like, find me some more properties. She's like, okay. So that was magical. Then how about Tom Willis? He came from another. He's been at like eight boot camps. He comes out, I'm like Tom. How are things going? He's like, I did 130,000 last month. It's been my best month. I'm like, what's your passive? He's like, I'm at 12,000 a month. This guy's got a full time job. He's doing it part time. The boot camp magic has finally kicked in for Tom Willis. This guy's never missed. I mean, yeah, he did. He did go into coaching, but you know, he hasn't been in coaching now for what six months. Yeah, and just crushing it. That was magical uh charles glover closed his first deal at boot camp
0: no he didn't close one deal mark he closed three he closed three deals yeah he messaged me this morning charles got him on the phone and the guy was like yeah i like to buy the property that nobody wants and charles like well that's interesting because uh i've got two more lots in that same area where you just bought land and he's like i'll take them
1: you guys
0: went from one one sale to three in a matter of Minutes. Why? Because he asked, Hey, are you interested in more land? Yeah, sure. Tell me what you got. I mean, magical, man. Magical. Magical.
3: You know what I think happens, Mark? Here's what I think happens. I think that it's, you can call it magical, but I think what happens is you gain a sense of confidence when you're there, right? Like when you go to boot camp and you're learning this stuff and then you start to see other people doing deals and you know all of a sudden this this magic that you didn't have or this confidence that you didn't have just magically appears and boom next thing you know you're putting out into the universe like hey i'm open for business and all of a sudden here come the customers
1: yeah eric peterson what about you what's your what's your theory on why these things happen at boot camp i don't know i i don't have a theory about it i you know
2: i as boot camp approaches i'm always like all right am i going to you know sell a property this boot camp and it never happens for me <laughs> but uh but that's all right you know i mean uh i'm i'm thrilled that other people are are making sales especially when they're making their first sale i mean that's that's the best right so um you know i i don't know
1: yeah i mean they say it's the first hardest the first million is the hardest to make and so is getting your first sale Right, and then yeah. it's just kind of like, okay, this this works, and your confidence goes sky high, and you just rinse and repeat. But it is it, it is that first sale going full cycle that I think is the toughest for for most people. Eric, was your first sale the toughest?
2: Yeah, I mean, of course. I mean, there was always so many unknowns along the way. I mean, the whole system. Uh, you know, you kind of just as you go, you learn new pieces. And so when you're making that first sale, it's, it's all new, you know, uh, you're just learning how to put together your contracts, how to prepare your deeds and and all these other elements, how to collect the money and so on and so forth. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a big hurdle to overcome, but it's, it's doable. And then once you've done it, yeah, it's just rinse and repeat, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. I mean, it's, I think it's, you know, the fact that we're in the room and they can get those, you know, those questions answered in the room also uh, I think helps with the confidence too. Like, Oh my gosh, you know, here's, you know, cumulatively, you know, 10,000 deals in the room or something, you know, crazy between all of us or at least, well, at least, I don't know, 7,000 deals. I don't know the numbers, but, I've done 5,500 deals. Um, and I think just being able to ask that one or two, you know, that one question or two questions, like gives you that, that confidence. But, um, you know, here were some of the, the reviews on, uh, on Facebook. Uh, help lift some of the land investing clouds. Thanks. Um, let's see. If you want to change your legacy, you must contact Mark to find out why this program is so powerful. The program is a direct result of his 16 years of experience. He has done it. Now he teaches us how. Honesty as the day is long. Mark, all caps, way over delivers. His team is the best. Thanks, Scott, Mike Z, and all the others that contribute so much. I am grateful. Uh, boot camp is a must for new land investors and seasoned ones alike. Mark makes seemingly complex processes and concepts easy to grasp and gives off the enthusiasm needed to drive you forward. Is bootcamp a good use of your time? No, it's a great use of your time. Uh, here's the last one. I'll, I'll, I'll say Mark is a wealth of information with a lot of energy and wit that makes learning incredibly fun. He goes above and beyond time and time again, delivering the highest value imaginable. I highly recommend jumping on the landing bandwagon. My only wish I had heard of the Land Geek sooner. So, you know, we get rave reviews from Bootcamp, but I think what we provide at Bootcamp is that feeling of, you know, that deep dive into the investor's toolkit um, and that feeling like, hey, look, at the end of the day, we're not, you know, uh, rocket scientists, right? Like if we can do it, you can do it. And it makes it so real. So, Um, For those of you that have the toolkit and have invested in flight school to not come to boot camp, I think is a huge, huge mistake. Would you agree, Tate?
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, I've been to, I don't even know how many boot camps right now, but every time I come home and I'm motivated, I'm hungry. It's, uh, and I learn something every single time. I don't care if you're as smart as Scott Todd, you will learn something at every boot camp.
1: Yeah, I mean I learned something from every boot camp. Uh what about you, Eric?
2: Yeah, I love coming to boot camps. There's there's always something new to be learned and you know to take home
1: and apply to your business. Yeah. So for those of you that want to register for the next one in San Antonio, just go to LandGeek.com forward slash boot camp to learn more. Let's move on to the next topic, which we you know we heard a lot at at boot camp was hiring VAs. And First of all, we, we saw a lot of resistance to hiring VAs, and we also saw, and fear of hiring VAs, we also saw when do you hire your first VA, and what position do you put them in, in first? We found a lot of, um, uh, it wasn't real clear to, to doing that. So Eric Peterson, let's just start with your story first. At what point in your business did you hire your first VA, and what did you have them do? Um. Well, I think like a lot of people,
2: um, when I got to that point where I was just tired of doing a certain aspect of the business is when I decided it's time to figure out how to find a way to get this done outside of myself. Um, and as I look back, I think it was probably, um, different pieces of due diligence for me. Um, I hated gathering GPS corner coordinates, um, And creating the maps. So I remember that was one of the first things I started making screencasts for is, you know, this is how I want this done and et cetera, et cetera. And, um, you know, I, I got some VA started on that early on. Um, and then, you know, kind of grew from there, learned how that worked and, and just continued to add more tasks and refine things along the way. And, um, that's how it worked for me tate how about for you
0: you know my first va was uh i believe my due diligence va i hated that part of the business and and that's kind of the general rule of thumb that we apply is when it starts to get painful when that job makes you want to quit that's when you know it's time to start outsourcing it and i was sick and tired of wasting my day waiting on hold and so when i found that when I finally gained enough confidence to outsource this to somebody else and let them spend their time on hold, it was, it was liberating. I can't even describe to you how good it felt to get that off my plate. And since then it's been pretty much every other aspect of the business. As soon as it becomes painful, boom, somebody else can take it over and I'm okay with that.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Scott Todd, how about you?
3: I mean, my very first piece was in scrubbing the list, right? Because what what I was doing was I was uh, screen scraping everything. So I was working in a county where I had the you know the tax delinquents on one screen. I'd go look up the the parcel number, and I was cutting and pasting, cutting and pasting, cutting and pasting, and that really blows people away because when I tell people that story, they're like, wait a minute, that's, you were actually cutting and pasting stuff. And I'm like, yeah, it makes no sense. Does it? Because as much as we talk today about like all this automation, all this stuff that we did, that's not where it started. It started off with literally cutting and pasting screen scraping data from a website, counting kind of website index Excel to mail merge. And I did it for 21 days straight. My wife thought I was crazy. Every day I'm sitting there, like printing out these offer letters. she's over watching TV you know with, with the kids, whatever. Here I am at the, the at, in, in, at the desk at the time, like cut paste, cut paste, cut paste, and she's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "There's money here. I know it." She's like, "Yeah, okay." And so then I got to the point where I could not take it any longer, so then i uh I got a VA from the Philippines. I created a video of what I wanted them to do. I gave them a test. I gave them the work that I just did. I gave them an hour of work that I just did in the in the example. And I looked at the quality. I was like, good enough. Let's roll. I gave them up to three hours a week, and they were getting me 130 names a week. Bam, problem solved, right?
1: Amazing, amazing. Um, question, when... Or I should say when, because we're going kind to of discuss that. Whom, wh- what what function of the business should you hire last? And what do you see as, as a problem with, with most people? They want to jump what aspect first and outsource first? We're like, ooh, don't do that first. Eric, what do you think?
2: I think most people want to outsource sales first. I mean, even for me, early on, I wanted to do that. Um, but to this day, I haven't. And the reason is, I mean, it's the most important part of your business. Um, on top of that, um, you've got to be doing enough volume that you can support a salesperson and keep them um, driven to to continue to sell for you. So um, not only do you need to have a big inventory, you got to have steady sales so that they can count on their, their income. So, um, you know, it's, it's probably the sales part is probably the piece of the business that most people are the least comfortable in. Um, certainly that was myself early on. Um, but it is something that, uh, is probably the last to let go in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I I I couldn't agree more, uh, Tate. What about you?
0: Yeah, I. I mean, I, that's the first thing people want to get rid of, and is sales. I think it's the last thing that yeah, sales. Yeah, and finding an acquisition. Well, they want to find a sales manager, right? They want somebody to do the hard part. They want somebody to follow up with the people, send the emails, deal with the tire kickers, and. The reality is we're selling a very unique asset, right? It's selling land is not the same thing as selling computer software or selling a vehicle, right? It takes a knowledge and a background. And so you've got to spend a lot of time with that person before you let them go. And like Eric said, if you're not doing the volume, then why would they, you know, why would they want to come work for you if you're selling two or three properties a month? It's just not enough. And that person isn't going to have a lot of skin in the game. So, you know, to make them motivated, I mean, they're going to be motivated by one thing and that's money. Right. And if they're not making good money, they're gone. Right.
1: Right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Scott, tell what, what's been your experience?
3: I mean, people love the, the thought of outsourcing sales. Why? Because they don't, they don't like to sale people. Most people don't like to sell. It's outside their comfort zone. And you know, what I'll hear oftentimes is, oh, I'm too busy to sell. Well at the end of the day like the sales we're not talking about a lot of sales right we're we're not, we're talking about like one two sales a week when you get going you know even if you're going to do you know 200 sales a week that's not even 4 a week now you got to talk to a lot of people to get there right it's not like it's a one for one ratio however uh you got to follow up etc all that stuff however as as was just said you know if if you think that you're going to hire sales because you don't like it or that you think that it's just going to show up. It's not. You see, what what's going to make a salesperson want to work for you, what's going to make the sales happen for you is the marketing. And a lot of people just don't like the marketing piece either. They don't like to write ads. They're, they're like, man, that's a lot of ads I have to write. Well, yeah, it takes a lot more ads than what you think. Uh, it's not like we put an ad out there, one ad and all the buyers come running. That's not the way that it is.
1: Right, right. You know, what I, what it really upsets me is, you know, I don't like when people want to outsource sales, but when they first get in to the business, they want to outsource county research and to let a VA pick your county and do that research, I think is a huge fatal mistake for a variety of reasons. The number one reason being you should be educated on that county and know definitively why this is a good county and then know the pricing know the comps know the county uh you know assessor recorder treasurer planning and zoning and really be clear on why you're going into that county because if you don't get that county research right from day one the whole rest of the business goes off the rails would you agree eric yeah yeah completely i've i've seen it happen
2: um You know, whether that's people taking counties from, you know, outside of the secret list or or just kind of willy nilly picking counties based on, you know, whatever criteria they feel like. Um,
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Tate, how how often in your coaching calls do you like, whoa, 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 we're not giving up the county research?
0: You know, this is one of those things that I don't think county research ever ends. I think you always are researching, and part of being a good investor is keeping an eye on what's going on in the industry, what's going on with the market. If all of a sudden we start to see a shift or a huge demand in a new area, well, before I go dump a bunch of money there, I'm going to know what my research tells me. So I've developed a a strict set of guidelines that help me determine whether or not I want to spend my hard-earned money there. And if the county doesn't fit my requirements, I'm not interested. So in coaching, I notice that, you know, I think that a lot of our, our our students are better prepared for this, but it is something that you do have to spend a lot of time. And those people that, that don't treat county re- research with a lot of respect end up having to go back to it time and time again. Yeah,
1: Scott Todd, what about you? What are your thoughts?
3: Yeah, I, I think that, uh, I, I mean, like, what what amazes me sometimes though is that people will also like pick the county um when they go to county research they'll pick the the, the just turn to the secret county list right and they look at this list which like you've you've narrowed it down to what like two hundred I don't know one hundred and eighty something counties
1: yeah I mean these of, like, are the counties 20, that I've done deals in uh, my students have done deals in or my competition have done deals in that's it but Not it doesn't mean
3: it doesn't mean that it necessarily is the hottest county right now, right? Like it just Absolutely, says that.
1: yeah.
3: And so you got to do a little bit of thinking, right? Like we always say, like, where are the other land investors? And people are afraid of competition. I mean, we, I can't remember who said it, but recently someone said, oh, man, should I, I was worried. Should I start off at the front of the list or the back of the list? They, they were trying to think through the logic. Well, the list is a great place to start. But guess what? it's not the end all be all you have to go do a little bit more research to figure out where the deals are happening and if you're going to outsource that to a VA from the get go well then they're just going to execute and then you're then you've got the blind leading the blind which is a, a recipe for disaster
1: right right and for our coaching clients uh we are taking new uh, 10 new clients by the way in Com, and uh really helping save you tons and tons of time on hiring and training your own VAs. Um, are we ready to move on to tips of the week? Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited about my tip of the week. Are you really? I'm yeah. I'm, 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 I'm lukewarm on my tip, but
0: I but think wait, it's kind Mark, of cool. What about, weren't we going to talk about inviting people to send in their tip of the week? Remember? That's dinner?
1: right. That's right. Uh, I, Danielle is going to put in the next uh, newsletter send in your tips of the week to us
0: and we're gonna evaluate them
1: and we'll evaluate them. And, and if you're, <laughs> if we pick your tip of the week, we're going to give you something cool.
3: Oh, I love that idea. Like we get what, what, what we get like three and we all get to like, look at it and say, I like this one.
0: Yeah. We're yeah. going to do like the pros and cons on them. And it's like,
3: like the shark. It's like, it is truly like the geek take, right? It is. It will the be. geek Take tip of the week.
1: And the thing is like, I'll get the, I'll get all the tips first and then I'll give no, you no, no, up no, to no, okay. Kate and Scott and Mike. <laughs> and then whatever's left will go to Team Air. Oh, that's naturally. crap. Which is totally oh, fair,
0: man. It, it makes sense. It seems they ready. can just
2: send them directly to me.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. 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 yeah go ahead and edit that out. We'll edit yeah. So. <laughs> no worries. So all right. Let's 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 start with uh Eric. What's your tip of the week?
2: All right. So um My tip of the week actually comes from uh, the previous boot camp in Scottsdale. Um, You know, uh, Tate was talking to us about um, our buyers lists and um, just how important headlines were. And uh, he suggested that uh, we start basically a swipe file of headlines. And um, one of the best places to, to get those headlines is to look at, the, um, email marketing that, that comes to your own personal mailbox, whether that's for clothing sites or, you know, um, we all get tons of junk mail, right? So just actually reading those headlines and saying, Oh, wait a minute, that one caught my eye. You know, what was it about it? And copying and pasting it into a document. Um, so ever since Tate talked about that, I've got this kind of ongoing Google doc and I just, I keep pasting those headlines in and, um, You know, it's it's actually been very useful. And um, so I'm kind of taking Tate's tip and uh, bringing it back, but uh, it was a good one. I love it. Great. That's a great tip. That's
1: a great tip. I think Um, it's
0: fantastic. That's a fantastic tip, Eric. It's excellent.
1: Tate, what's your tip of the week?
0: All right. I'm a little nervous on this one, but I got to share it because it's good. If, okay. if I were Eric and Eric was sharing this, I mean, this, he'd probably get uninvited from the podcast, but it's a good tip. So it's called Scannable. You guys heard of it? You used it yet? Scannable? Uh-oh. Basically, <laughs> I know I can see Scott. Is, is it an app? Yeah, it's an app. It's called Scannable.
1: Okay.
0: It's very similar to like TurboScan, but it's linked directly with Evernote. So you can scan a document right from your phone and upload it to Evernote. Now, I don't use it personally, but I came across it and I was like, you know what? The community needs to know about this. If somebody's a diehard Evernote fan out there, this is a good way to get those documents into one place immediately. So check it out, Evernote, or check it out. It's called Scannable. It's pretty simple, easy to use. Link it up with your uh, Evernote documents and you're good to go. Is it right. called Evernote
1: scannable or just scannable? Because there's Evernote scannable that's got yeah. five stars and like one yeah, thousand. Yeah, that's it.
0: I mean, it's Evernote it's scannable. quality. All right.
1: I'll, I'm going to download it. But TurboScan also, I mean, it's one other step, but you can't upload it to Evernote.
0: Exactly. And that's, I mean, I like TurboScan.
1: Oh, there but, so you it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but it, this one's. Linked directly to Evernote, so it's one less step, one less process. All right, Scott, bring it. I know you got it. Look, you at Scott, look at Scott. Look at Scott. Scott's
1: got like a crocodile smile right now. I I just you're right.
3: I think that if if uh, Eric had had brought this up, he'd never be invited to the podcast. That's how lame it is. It that's is a lame. But it's I mean, lame, right? Like I guess I guess that's how you defuse a. Uh, how you yeah. diffuse a, a tip of the week by saying, "Okay, this is lame, but I'm going to say it anyway." That's how you do it, Eric. You say like just just preface everything by, "This is lame," and if I was Tate, I'd be thrown off the podcast. But <laughs>
0: <laughs> what kind of crap is that, man? It's honest. It's honest. Okay, I mean, I, you know, I
1: liked uh, Scott. I, I have to tell you, I I
0: like. Of it, course yeah. you do. Of and course you the like review, it. They,
1: it has better reviews and it's free. Yeah. Then uh, yeah, but it's got a it, Jot Not Pro which costs Aww. money yeah. and which Turtle was scan. terrible. Look, here's
3: the deal. Here's the deal. The deal is that it only, only, only integrates to Evernote. So it's within their ecosystem, which are I like you sh- Are you
1: sure it only integrates with Evernote? Uh, and is that I, such but, a bad thing to integrate with Evernote?
3: In yeah, because I can't give that to like someone selling me their land or something in which they can go and download this app, scan back the deed to me because it's going to go into their, to their Evernote and they don't even have Evernote probably.
0: You can send it. You can send it. Like I'm looking at it right now. You can email from it. You can. You're breaking share up. It.
3: You're breaking up. Oh right now. yeah. I'm this is a, done
0: for you. This is awesome. My my tip just got even better.
3: Well,
2: now you get just some, never you get a good, good idea. Kind of
0: magic on it.
2: Never a oh, good God. idea to go against TurboScan. Yeah, it's not good. Well, idea. I
0: mean, I, I this We've might be better than TurboScan. I'm, I'm going to check it out. It's good, I'm telling you guys it's it's a really good app. You're we gave like
1: Jot Not Pro it's due it, We just thought it was not good as good as turboscan.
2: I don't think we gave it anything, but that's okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we didn't We didn't give it its due <laughs> No There's nothing wrong with Jot Not pro there's no, There really isn't anything wrong with Jot Not Pro. Um, Today's podcast is sponsored up. by Jot Not Pro <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm downloading it right now. Okay, Scott, what's your tip of the week? All right, Mark,
3: Tate, where do you where do you like to get your pictures from for your land?
0: Uh, Google Earth, uh, other land investors websites primarily.
3: Yeah, like mine.
0: Yeah, I I love. love Okay,
3: so look, here's what I'm gonna do, Mark. Check my pictures, Eric. Eric, here's what we're doing, man. Check out this. Mac store app called Photo uh, Balk Editor, PhotoBalkEditor.com. And in the App Store, it's called Photo Balk, like B U L K. And what happens is you bring in the pictures, you drop in the pictures, and instantly it slams on a watermark. So bam, Tate can't go and steal your pictures.
0: I don't like this tip.
3: That's genius. <laughs> Eric, is that not genius or what? Look at yeah, it. Yeah, that's, that's nice. This is stunning. Stunning graphics. <laughs> stunning visual experience for everyone.
1: Where is this? I'm oh, just going to have to go. I was still playing Mark's with Scannable, playing which with is Scannable. beautiful, by the way. Mark, Mark, Mark. Yeah, I'm gonna Honestly, it's t- It's better than Turbo. It is. Oh, that's, it, that's crap. It, it that's really crap. is, and it's free. Photo it ball- does the exact same thing as Scan, but it's more beautiful. Okay. This is more you, Mac-like and t- TurboScan is more, you know, Windows-like. Okay. Mark, photo, bulk, Check it out. Oh, that's very cool. Absolutely stunning visual experience everyone's been waiting for.
3: Oh, this is nice. This is cool, isn't it? This way I'm going to stop everybody from stealing. Like you can put in your logo on the watermark, the uh, date.
0: This is nice. I'm stopping all photo thefts you're today. Just, you're just going <laughs> to oh. make it. My pictures are just going to be really weird size now because I'm gonna not have when to, it goes like, right, right across,
1: across the center tape, right? This is across yeah, the. Great. I'm
0: going to have to download on
1: the it. Mac app store and it's, in, it's in the Mac app store. I love $10, it. man, $10 to not get ripped off by other people. I, I'm going to find a way to,
2: to get those, to not show up on my website. But when you steal my photo, then it shows up. Oh, that's oh, good. Oh, nice. that's good. Cool. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. really cool.
1: That's cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, well, my my tip of the week. All right, you guys are going to haze me, I know. But after my horrible jet lag from flying to Orlando, losing three hours, and then coming back home from Orlando and gaining three hours, my sleep was all messed up. Um, It took like a day to recover. And I thought, well, wouldn't it be nice if I just knew the best time to wake up in my, my sleep cycles, because let's face it, sleep is so, so important to our health. Right. And, uh, so I found this little free site. You hear that Scott? Not 10 bucks. Damn. Free sleepy tie. So sleepy and then T I dot me sleepy tie dot me. Check it out. And It's really easy, you just plug in what time you're gonna go to bed, and it'll tell you exactly what time you're gonna wake up. It'll tell you exactly what time to go to
0: bed based on a sleep cycle.
1: And this way, you should only use your alarm sort of as a backup.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa. I just did it. It's telling me if I wanna wake up at 6 a.m., I either need to go to bed at 9 p.m. or 10.30, or midnight, or 1.30 in the morning. Exactly. So it didn't do me anything. It just gave me four options on when to go to bed
1: it That's exactly if you now you need to go you need to be asleep at those times and remember, it takes the average person fourteen minutes to fall asleep, so that way you're going to wake up based on the sleep rhythms, what time is best for you to wake up? What time is best for you to get go to bed so you're not you're not waking up at the in the middle of a sleep rhythm.
0: Uh, this is lame scott
1: todd
3: Uh, i really i I mean like (laughs) i'm i'm like i got nothing man
1: you're telling me this has absolutely no value whatsoever
3: no, no, it's it's okay. So it's tell like I said. Okay, I gotta wake up at six thirty. Why? Because my kids. I gotta wake up at six thirty for my kids, right? To right. Go so to but you need to know what okay. time to go
1: to bed to get up. Okay, no, so no, but see, it doesn't even tell me time to go to bed. It yeah, doesn't it tell time. me. It tells
3: me you need to fall asleep at nine thirty. Yeah. Okay. Well, shit. What if I fall asleep at nine twenty nine or nine thirty one? I'm out. I'm out, man. I, th- th- I mean, there's gotta be some wiggle room in there. Mark, no. it says like the average <laughs> person takes fourteen minutes. Well, God, man, what if I fall asleep in six? Holy crap, I'm going to be off cycle. It's going to create a lot of stress when it's bedtime. Right. Like, I got to go to bed right now. I got to sleep. I got to sleep. I got to sleep. Got to- Scott, you got four
1: options oh there. You got four options. Man. Okay. So listen, but here's also, the deal. Start watching your show till noon. I mean, till midnight. Okay. Okay. So and then fall we- asleep at 1144. <laughs> <laughs> but then I'll be out of whack. No, you won't. It's giving you all these options. When whatever. Okay, here, You're let me give you an example. So,
3: so if I don't, if, if, I'm, if I'm not asleep by 9.30 p.m., Correct. then I have asleep. to sleep. asleep. So, I, so like if I, I'm like, okay, I, I blew through it because I'm doing flight school. I blow through that one. Then 11 o'clock. So let's say that 11 o'clock comes and I'm like just winding up flight school or something. And I'm like, God, dog it. I'm not as so I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to shut my eyes. I'm going to go, I got to sleep. I got to sleep. I got to sleep. Then at 11 o'clock, I look at the clock and I'm like, I got like 50 seconds to sleep. 1101. I now have to wake up and stay up until 1230. My wife is going to kill me.
1: Okay. <laughs> I, I, I think, I the I think, over, one, I think done, I'm thinking because you got four options. Well, if, I, if I were you, I'd read a book till your next sleep cycle instead why of not, going right to bed.
0: Why not do what normal people do and just go to bed when they're tired? <laughs> I mean- right. I mean, I'll tell
1: you what normal people have a problem with is waking up because they're not feeling refreshed. Well, that's because they stay up too late. And only the land gig cares about that.
0: No, this is a cop out. Clearly, you guys are not
1: in touch. Tate, check this out. Check this out. How how nice, Tate, to be able to just wake up whenever you want. Oh, honey, go watch the baby. I'm going to go on a two hour uh, bike uh, ride. I feel great.
3: Hey, listen, man, when you get the results here, like it tells me 9.30, 11, 30, or 2 a.m. On the very, very bottom, after the ad, okay, uh-huh. like after the, uh, in very small it says, if you don't know when you'll fall asleep, but uh, I'm sorry, if it says, if you know when you'll fall asleep, but not when you're going to wake up, try this one. So there's a little link that says sleepytie.me forward slash wake. And it says, I plan to fall asleep at Okay. okay, I plan to fall asleep at 11.35 p.m. And that means I'm going to wake up either at 1 a.m., 5.30 a.m., 7 a.m., or 8.30. I just blew through my six, 6.30 wake-up call, man. I'm done. I'm in trouble. So don't fall asleep early either.
0: I think what Mark is trying to get us to do is just... Not sleep, right? That's what he's trying to do. <laughs> Don't sleep. Just do mail, more. Just market. Do just more get deals. Your M&Ms out. Do more deals. Just I, you know what? I want you to wake up. The week.
1: I want you to wake up refreshed, as opposed to go- groggy. Now, the three of you are so spoiled that it doesn't even matter now. Like, oh, I'm just going to wake up whenever I want because I have no boss. But <laughs> real people, normal people, actually have to be somewhere at a certain time, right? They've got to get up and they've got to feel refreshed and they got to go on with their jobs. I'm trying to help those people. You three are the worst of the, of the group to have so much freedom and so much flexibility and to scoff at feeling refreshed and alert. Good for you.
0: Good for <laughs> you. <laughs> this gets a double I think we stop, talked
2: man. about this. I get up at five every day.
1: How do you feel when you get up at five? What time do you go to bed? You're probably yeah. redoing it. I go to bed technology? around
2: 1030. But I don't have to worry about going to bed at 10.30 exactly. Maybe you should. We just get close enough.
1: Maybe you should because you'll feel better. I'm just Wait wondering, why, Eric,
3: Eric, according to this app, it says you should be in bed at 8, 9.30 or 11. So you're clearly going to bed yeah. at the wrong time. Yeah, I'm all out of whack.
2: But and look at the I'm bags in your eyes. Oh.
1: <laughs> Fatigued. Just go to bed at 11, Eric. Oh. You'll feel so much better my 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 all right i want to thank all the listeners for putting up with our nonsense (laughs) and just to remind everybody today's podcast is sponsored by tlfolio.com and uh look the only way that we're going to be able to continue doing these nonsensical podcasts every week is if you do three little favors you gotta you gotta subscribe you gotta rate and get to review the podcast send us a screenshot of your review to support at thelandgeek.com we're going to send you for free the 97 dollar passive income launch kit and if you even state in the review mark clearly has the best tips of the week every single week thank you mark for that we might even send you a starbucks gift card so please do so or something um, far worse what's far worse <laughs> This tip, this, this last tip. tip yeah. oh yeah, another tip. You know what? You guys give me no respect because who gave you five tips last week?
0: You know what? That
2: was tips. awesome. But we I had the week off. Different. That was that was nice.
0: I thought it was going to be the standard. I thought you were setting the bar. Like, oh, from now on, I'm going to have five tips. You are the land geek. Whatever.
1: All right, let, let's let's do this. One, two, three. Let,
0: let freedom, freedom, freedom ring. ring.